This is RC. It's your girl K Marie. K Wilk. It's your boy Vlad. It's your girl Lady. And I'm Sir. And you listening to 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. I did that one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Business Minute. I'm your host, Sir. And today I have a special guest, Miss Valencia Bell, author and owner of schools success can happen out of lower scores uh, which is an act prep program uh, this interview was near and dear to my heart because i personally uh, am where i am because of tutors like my aunt and uh, various mentors at my church and uh i i can't thank them enough for getting me to where i am now so i just wanted to take a moment and acknowledge her and, and also give her a shout out uh, she also has a book on amazon uh, the seven women every woman should know. And again, her name is Valencia Bell. When you get a chance and listen to this interview, go out there and make sure to give her book a look. You know, go ahead and grab a copy. And again, to Miss Valencia Bell, we really appreciate you for coming through. And thank you again for tuning in to 2020 Podcast of Business Minute. All right. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of a Business Minute. I'm your host, sir, and today I have a special guest, Miss Valencia Bell. How are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing great. Thank you for the invitation. All right, all right. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So, Miss Bell, if you could just let our audience know what it is that you do. Uh, well, my name is Valencia Bell, and I'm the owner of Schools. Success can happen out of low scores, and we specialize in helping students with standardized test scores, and to not only increase their scores, but to make sure that they're getting scholarships for their chosen professions. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So uh, that leads me to one of my favorite questions to start off with. Uh, how long have you been active with school? I have been tutoring students for a standardized test for more than 30 years. I wow. started at the age of 12 as a freshman at Murphy High School in Mobile, Alabama, helping some students to prepare for the ACT mm -hmm. so that they could clear with the NCAA. So this has been a 30-year venture for me. Goodness. All right. Applause. Applause. All right. So Thank you. With, with every journey, there's obviously obstacles. So I do want to ask. Uh, what obstacles did you encounter along this 30-year journey? Uh, well, I would say when I first began, it was very difficult for adults to take me seriously because they're like, you're 12 years old. How could you possibly help, you know, my student or my student athlete to do better on their test scores? But what I found is that you should, as my father would always say, let your work speak for you. And mm -hmm. so after time with continued success with students and scholar athletes it, it became less and less of a problem for me to create clientele because the scores don't lie right right proof is in the pudding i heard that all right so that leads me to my next question uh with this being uh doing this for so long uh have you managed to find that balance between work and your personal life i think that that's a daily struggle i think that you know, when you really are passionate about what you're doing, it's very easy for you to lose sight of the work-life balance. But I've learned over the years that if I'm not taking very good care of myself, then I can't give quality tutoring to my students. So I have to really work hard with my planner to maintain that balance and not to overbook myself. 
and also just not to overextend myself so that I am able to give every client the best of me when I'm tutoring them. Okay. All right. I love that. So that leads me to my next question because 30 years is, is a lot of experience and, and plenty of time. Was there any one experience that stood out to be the most memorable? Uh, I would definitely say I had a student, um, for those who are familiar with the ACT, I actually had a student who made a two on the ACT and was completely and totally devastated. Um, the student was in the top quarter of their class and, you know, unfortunately due to an illness because he had participated in a very high stakes sporting event the night before the ACT. Um, he was actually injured and spent the night in the ER and was medicated very heavily with pain meds. And that resulted in, you know, him basically falling asleep during the ACT and the proctors couldn't wake him up. And because of that, um, such a low score, he lost a lot of offers. And um, we were just blessed to be able to prep him for six weeks, uh, raise his score 20 points. And now, now he's truly on his way to the NFL and, that to me just let me know the power of good preparation and how just making high scores can change the trajectory of students' lives. So that was definitely a memorable experience for both me and him and his family. Right. And that's a blessing as well. So that leads me to my next question, uh, because like I say, with every high, there's a low. So at any point, did you feel that you wouldn't be successful? And if so, who or what changed your mind? I wouldn't say that I ever felt that I wouldn't be successful. I've just been blessed to have been surrounded in my family with my support system by entrepreneurs who kind of made me aware of some of the pitfalls that can happen when you're starting a new business. I will say one of my areas of fear when I had began was the demand for what I was doing was so great that I had a really, really tough time trying to replicate myself and finding people who were more concerned about the outcomes for the students than they were about the potential money that they may have made in my business. Um, for our niche market, I mean, our market is $51 billion a year, the test-taking market. And so sometimes it was really, really, really a struggle to make sure that I found the right fit between people who would share my vision, share my dream, and, and not sabotage that by just making other versions of it. Um, I'm very, very invested in making sure that my students get the highest scores possible. And there are other companies that, you know, are not really as invested in the long haul. If a student tells me that they want to be a doctor, I'm looking not only at their ACT scores, but also at their MCAT scores and the two board tests that they will have to take with the end result of being a physician. So right. That definitely was quite a struggle for me is finding the right fit for personnel because I just truly believe that your gifts will make room for you. And if you keep that as your standard bearer, then you really don't have to worry about the finances because the demand in our market is that great. And the supply of quality test prep vendors is very few. Okay. I love it. I love it. All right. Now, Miss Bell, my next question is a little bit of a long-term one. So I want to ask, uh, where would you like to see yourself and the school's program as well in one year, three years, and in 10 years? 
Okay. Well, my one-year goal, we are in the process right now of uh, completing our app. So definitely that our app would be available to students throughout the world. We do do international students at this point. So um, my three-year plan would be to have more than 10 languages. Right now, we only have four languages. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a little limited in the services that I can provide to some of my international clients. And actually, in 10 years, the, the joke for my staff is, I tell them all the time, some people grind to be seen. I'm grinding to disappear. So my 10-year goal <laughs> is to have enough students who come through my program that I can actually employ. And we do employ my students right now. Those who make a 30 on the ACT or higher, um, we pay them $25 an hour to kind of replicate our model. My Mm. tenure goal is actually to be able to sit back and be a silent partner in my own business and to actually see the students and the employees that are working for me now have their own divisions of schools and be able to be self-sustaining in their respective cities and countries. So that is definitely my tenure goal. Okay. I love it. I love it. I I definitely understand uh, the portion of Letting things run themselves, you know, down the yes, line. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Enjoying life. I, it I hear you. Helps with the balance. It helps with the work-life balance for sure. Right, right. All right. So this brings me to my concluding question, uh, and it's also my favorite. Uh, and the reason that it is is because I dedicate it to everyone that's listening. Uh, for that person that's thinking about taking a chance and starting something that they really had their mind on or their heart set to, uh, what words of encouragement would you have for them when they're first starting? I would definitely say that they need to make a vision board and put that vision board right over their vanity or wherever they focus in the morning to set their day and to remind themselves that they are worth it. That they didn't come up with this dream all by themselves. That I believe that those dreams were God-given and that they should use skillful intention and downstream focus and make their dream become a reality. It will take hard work. There will be a lot of no's, but that's okay. A no just means that it was a yes in another direction. So that comes with the territory. They'll have lots of people that will fall away from their vision. If they stay true to their heart and true they really are I truly believe I'm a living testament to that that there's not a business venture that cannot be profitable if they give it 110% of themselves it takes grit and it takes grace and they need to know when to use their grit and when to use their grace but never ever give up on their journey because they have all of the things that they need to make it become a reality Mm. I love it Miss Bell I love it all right. Well, Miss Bell, if anyone wanted to get in contact with you, whether it be just for some personal advice or maybe they had some questions about the school's program, uh, how could we get in contact with you? Absolutely. And if it's a new business person and they just need to want to have a cup of coffee just to have a cheerleader in their corner, I am mm-hmm. available. My telephone number is 251 my email address is schools with an S, programs with an S at gmail.com. No breaks in between, just one word, schools, programs at gmail. And they're welcome to visit our website. It's www.schoolsprograms.org. 
So those are the best ways to contact me, and I'm more than happy to help any new entrepreneur to um, make their dream come true. All right. And for those of you who are listening, I will include those links and uh, her phone number as well in the description of this audio or video if you're listening on YouTube. And Miss Bell, it's been an honest pleasure uh, speaking with you. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to discuss, uh, you know, your your experiences with us. Thank you again. Oh, anytime. Thank you again for the invitation.